Welcome everyone to Someday. My name is Charles and this is Samir and we've got a bonus episode for you. Yeah, uh, thank you so much by the way to BCK for joining us on the episode we released earlier this month. But uh, I forgot we need to have an episode this week because some interesting things have happened and some nice stuff to talk about. Well, I'm personally quite interested in talking about this stuff. Like, like what? Well, Burger King put out a controversial tweet this week. Um, it was International Women's Day this week. Uh, of course. And I think there's been some issues in the, the royal family. I think we're uh, <laughs> We're going to be talking about that too. Yeah, might as well, might as well. Yeah, these, these yeah. Uh, if you've never heard a non-guest episode of the Sunday podcast, it's a little bit different. See, when we have a guest on, it's, it's normally quite an inspirational message, something to get you talking, something you thinking, sorry. Um, but these non-guest bonus episodes, we kind of just take any sort of casual little conversations, anything that might be interesting to us, and we just run with it. All right. So, International Women's Day was uh, earlier this week, and uh, great day, great day, it's important we have days like this, but Burger King tweeted something, uh, which they have since deleted, I just caught that sounds, attention. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, have you seen this tweet? No. What was it? No. So, they posted something on the lines of, women belong in the kitchen. Uh, are you sure it was Burger King that did this? It was Burger King, man. They had a blue tick and everything. But the thing is, there was some context behind this. That was like a, a little bit of clickbait to get the attention to a program they're putting out where essentially Burger King um, found about, I think, 20 or 30% of chefs in the world are men. Sorry, no, no, sorry. 20 to 30% are women. The rest are men, um, and they want to help to encourage more women to get involved in the food industry and in the restaurant business, um, because why not? So they're actually offering uh, scholarships to women um, via Burkings program, uh, which will allow them to become chefs for or culinary program, culinary uh, colleges. I mean, something so like what, what was the problem with them tweeting that? Why did they have to take it on? <laughs> well, they're trying to well, help women. It was it was a little bit of a sexist tweet, wasn't it? Women belong in the kitchen. So you don't you don't believe that there should be equality in chef jobs between men and women? <laughs> don't don't twist no? it, girls. Don't twist it. You know what I mean, okay? I've got no issue with the opportunity they're offering to women. Fantastic, but the tweet. Say women belong in the kitchen. Come on, stop it, stop it. That sounds a little bit sexist. Don't I don't know. It's Krusty Kerr, man. You're listening to the Someday Podcast, the best podcast in the game. Okay. <laughs> speaking of kings, speaking of royals, um, there was an interview released on International Women's Day. Meghan Markle. Who is who is that for for people who don't know? Charles, <laughs> <laughs> this is not like 
some up-and-coming rapper. This is <laughs> a princess. This, this was a member of the royal family. She is, she is the wife to Prince Harry. Is he still a prince? Does he count as a prince still? I don't know. Uh, I think he he said he was he was done with that business. Yeah. Did you uh, did you see or hear about this, uh, this conversation? I heard a bit about it. I heard uh, Piers Morgan was involved. Well, he do you know he's thing with Piers Piers Morgan. <laughs> so Piers Morgan wasn't involved. He wasn't involved. Okay. He wasn't. He wasn't involved. He got himself involved. He was <laughs> angry at the fact that well he says he was angry at the fact that Meghan Markle has ruined the good name. Of the UK's royal family, she's ruined the name of Great Britain's. What, what 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 was what was these terrible acts that she did to to? So ruin there were a lot of things said in the conversation, from the fact that being there, she actually wanted to kill herself. Um, but I think one of the statements that really struck a lot of people, and in particular frustrated peers, because he was quite obsessed with this. Uh, it was a statement that a member of the family spoke to Harry and showed their concern about the colour of the skin that their child was going to be. They were concerned that the baby was going to be too dark. This was a point raised, and I am paraphrasing again, uh, it's a point raised by Meghan Markle, and Piers Morgan was frustrated that how dare she say such a disgraceful statement. How, how dare she also not mention who it is? Because people were looking at people, people, the public were looking at the Queen, thinking, "Yeah, she looks like a racist." Um, however, however, it has now been suggested recently um, that they were not talking about the Queen. They were not talking about the Queen, but they're not mentioning well, was who it, it was. Was it, was it Andrew? <sighs> Wherever he's at right now. That's the maddest thing about this whole situation, right? <laughs> is because here's what here's what confuses me about the Queen is that with all her power, she she has not at any point chosen to help someone like Meghan Markle, who's been a victim of the press this whole time. But man, what power does she have? I don't. I don't Where know does does Prince Andrew's articles come and go real quick? What? What is it that he's done? He had. It's it's crazy because <laughs> yeah. you know it is right. This is what I don't understand. Why are we not? Why is why is why are people why are people not talking? I don't think you should go up that tree, man. You have to give me a part clip. Listen, the controversial <laughs> part this week is you know we're we're arguing about the fact that oh no, Meghan Markle called somebody a racist, Charles. Prince Andrew raped a girl. Oh, Why is that not the conversation still? Because he's still he's I mean, not, in, he's not he, in prison. Did they know that he's done it? Come on, come on, man, come on! This, this is—it's actually ridiculous. But um, I want to go back to Piers Morgan because um, this is where it gets really interesting. I don't know if you know about this, Charles, but this is also something that came out. Is uh, there's an interview with Piers where he explains how he knows Meghan Markle from a while back. Do you know about this? Yeah, I heard something about that. So, 
friends or something? In, well, in Piers Morgan's mind, they were friends. Because he followed her on Twitter. She allegedly immediately followed him back 10 seconds later. So she said she was, she was a big fan of his. He told her she, he was a big fan of hers because she was an actor in a show called Suits. Um, Never heard of it. And they, they, went out for, they went out for some drinks, etc. And then there just came a point where she just didn't talk to him anymore. And then she got engaged to Harry. He didn't get invited to the wedding. He felt he deserved to be invited to the royal wedding. Didn't get the invite. And it just makes me think, man. <laughs> is Piers Morgan upset because of what Meghan Markle has claimed about the family? Or is he upset because she hasn't spoken to him for four years? I mean, <laughs> you can't, you, you don't know, you don't know that. <laughs> like, it's just funny, it's like a guy said on uh, Good Boy Britain the other day, like... <laughs> so you're, you're claiming they, that he's, you're claiming he's listen, jealous. Since whatever happened, happened, right, Meghan has not said a word about Piers Morgan, but man... Piers Morgan for the last year or two, maybe even three, can't stop talking about the woman. He's obsessed. He is obsessed with her. She, I she think it's she, actually going. Piers Morgan's always in the right, man. Like, maybe she's literally just doing something wrong. You don't know. Oh, he's definitely on the right. If you know what I mean, he's <laughs> definitely on the right. Um, but yeah, Piers Morgan. Do you know what? I actually did like Piers Morgan for a little bit, particularly after how, how no, he did. No, 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 not for a little bit. Not for last, a little bit. No, last yeah, year, the, the, the way he presented her last year, I thought, okay, I think he's a different person. But do you know what? Piers Morgan is a scumbag. Um, the interesting thing about this week is, if, I'm, if I, I might stand corrected here, but uh, I believe it was in this, this week, last year, where TV presenter Caroline Flack killed herself. Um, since she was an ITV presenter, uh, she she killed herself because of pressure from the media. And yet, Piers Morgan has the audacity to put all this insane pressure on another woman. I don't. I just think it's wild that it's literally a year after the date where she 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 killed herself. Piers Morgan is repeating history almost. Well, he needs to get over it. She she moved on. She forgot who you are. I doubt she knows <laughs> you anymore. Like, calm down. I I heard there was more to the story of that, wasn't there? Wasn't isn't there some somewhere that he's something's happening with his job? <laughs> so obviously, um, funny enough, I think it was at some point last year or maybe a few years before. The, the guy that does the weather on uh, Good Morning Britain, Piers ruined his slot one time uh, and just annoyed him. So this guy, he was so annoyed, he actually walked off set, right? Now, okay. this week, this same weatherman came onto Good Morning Britain and he put Piers Morgan in his place. He explained, like, this, this, this friendship you had was finished four years ago. 
she hasn't mentioned you one time and yet you can't stop talking about her and Piers this time walked off stage walked out and then he announced he quit this is a <laughs> and then uh, what a baby <laughs> but here's the thing let's take it even further the iconic line of all the the racists all the misogynists came out <laughs> there is a interview he did with Sky News in the streets he used the, he used the line Charles and you know what that line is he said what was the line he said I believe in freedom of speech he does <laughs> <laughs> These people, they love this line all of a sudden. These racists, these misogynists, these homophobics. They love using that line. Oh, I believe in freedom of speech. But you know what? The thing is, right? This was said by a politician, I think, recently. People have to understand we can have freedom of speech, but they've also got to understand freedom of speech, right, does not mean. Freedom of consequences. Uh, you can say I what you like want, Are you referencing another situation? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about just Piers Morgan. No. no oh, okay. Uh, but right. I'm just making it clear. Um, actually, do you know what? I will talk about that situation very soon. You remind me of something actually that I think is extremely disgusting. What is um, that situation for the people? We'll people watching. Very, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about it very soon. Um, but but for those people who are very curious, how would they know? We'll that? talk about it soon, okay? Uh, <laughs> for those people who are very curious, well, how would they know that this is the situation you're talking about? Charles, we'll talk about it soon. Stop being annoying, okay? So, uh, <laughs> I'm not Piers Morgan right now. This guy actually thinks it's okay to say whatever he wants and not be punished for it. You're being a bully. Now you don't have a job. I mean, no, I could have told you that. I could have told you that last year when he was saying all this stuff as well. But you were just uh, on the other side of the debate, so it was all good. I'll tell you this. I'll tell, his you side. this I'll tell you this though. I have a feeling he did it on purpose. Did what? What he said. I think. I think he was planning on walking out this week. His How's that helping? His behaviour. Reminds me of somebody else. Logan, um, Logan Paul? No, no, no. A couple of years ago, I'm going to say it was two or three years ago, for no reason at all, Charlie Sloth, BBC Radio 1 DJ at the time, went on a huge rant, an award ceremony, uh, where he was essentially attacking a woman who won an award. And then you hear a few days later... Either he quit the show or he was fired from the show. And then, crazy enough, Charles, a few weeks after that, it was announced that Charlie Sloth is going to Apple Music's Beats Radio. So you, you think you think you think he's going somewhere new now? Where where where? Who's willing to pick him up? Fox News. I don't know anywhere that likes misogynists and racists. Hey, this is GM, the life coach, 
and you listen to Someday. I read something the other day, um, yesterday actually, which made me feel... Well, I, I can't describe how awful I felt when I read this. Um, last year there was a situation where a teacher in France uh, shared a comic of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. It was a comic that was mocking Prophet Muhammad. Um, a girl and her father campaigned to inform people about what happened. And because of that campaign, the teacher was murdered by a terrorist. And then that terrorist was shot in the head by police. Now, that's, that's a controversial situation in its own. But here's where it gets even more sick. That daughter, that girl, that student who was complaining about what she saw in the classroom, she wasn't even in the classroom. She wasn't, she was suspended the day before. She didn't see this comic. So there are reports coming out that a friend of hers told her this comic was presented in the classroom. She never saw it. She was behaving as if she did see it. And here's the other thing. The teacher, apparently, I've heard now, he made it very clear to the students and the Muslim students because they were learning about propaganda or they were learning about something through the media. And he said to them, I'm going to show you, as an example, uh, the comics of um, the Charlie Hebdo comics of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. If this is something that would offend you, please look away. Because I don't want to offend you, I just want to show you, just want to show it for the purpose of the lesson. Now that girl wasn't in the classroom. So she didn't hear that bit, but instead she decided to put on this whole campaign which led to him and his murderer both getting murdered. A completely avoidable death. I just thought, what is going on? Didn't, didn't I hear about a similar situation to this, about something with France and Muslims? Or is this the same one? This is that situation, Charles. Ah. That situation yeah. that you know about was created because of a girl who wasn't present. A 13-year-old child who wasn't even present at the time. And her dad... I remember well. you... Be... Yeah. Say, say it again. I remember you being strongly on one side of the argument for, for, for this stuff. Okay, be careful what you're saying there. So, I so I do believe showing the comics was absolutely wrong. Okay, but I am not on the side of the terrorist either. That is not an acceptable action by any means. Um, and all that has gone to do is just create even more conflict. Uh, in. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's creating more conflict in a in a country that really doesn't need it, um, and I just think it's, it's sad because so much has happened. 
there were more than just those two lives lost. You know, Muslim women have been attacked in France because of that situation, a situation which didn't even need to happen. Uh, it, it's even more sad because actually the girl's dad very happily supported the campaign, fully well knowing this girl was suspended the day before, knowing clearly the girl didn't even see it herself. I just think that, that for me, that made me sick, you know. That made me so sick hearing that. And this is, this is well, again, the problem with where people don't understand the power of freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is a good thing, but you've got to use it properly. Because like I said before, freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequences. There are consequences to your actions. And a lot of people, they're not realising that. And they're getting upset when they realise, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Or, oh, that's not an outcome I'm going to see. There were consequences of that. That's what that was. For me, that was sad, you know. Yeah, I I was going to say, how how did this this stuff relate to um, the the like people not buying French products? Um, that so again, yeah, that was uh, down to a decision made by the French government. So for those who don't know, there was a protest going on, and it's still going on. I think I don't really know where people have decided to stop purchasing from French businesses who do contribute to the French uh, economy, um, because the French government chose to do a memorial for the teacher who was murdered, and um, they did that by. Um, during the memorial, they, they were broadcasting the comics on the government buildings. That that sounds like a very bad decision with such a sensitive issue. That to me is stupid. That to me is absolutely stupid. I, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to call them, them stupid, but I just say it's not the, uh, not the best I think decision. It's, the best word is it's ignorant. It is pure ignorance. Like... Do you know, I don't know, I feel like the French, I don't know a lot about the French government, but I feel like they just, they want to just incite hate and division among <laughs> people. Like, as, as do all governments, to be fair, let's not discriminate, all, all these uh, governments love doing this, just creating division amongst people. Like, there was no need to pay tribute to this teacher by showing those comics. Is that, is that the definition of that teacher? That, that is who that teacher is? No. Why do I post? Why do I have pictures of the teacher on there? Show the pictures of the teacher on the government buildings instead of showing a comic which is quite clearly upset part of your population. Ah, man. There are French Muslims. There are French Muslims. What about those people who actually are French citizens who are Muslims who you're upsetting because you wanted to broadcast a comic for what purpose? To make a point. Again, people need to understand that like, this freedom of speech nonsense. Genuinely, I've only noticed recently people who who argue about it's my freedom of speech. It's my freedom of speech, mate. I can say what I want. You can say what you want. You can say what you is want. Is the accent necessary? But, but if you if you want to say what you want and what you say is inappropriate, there are consequences. 
Okay. Now, I, I want to make it very clear again, those consequences should not be murder. Those consequences should not be terrorist acts in any situation. But you've got to understand your comments will upset people and people will express themselves in a certain way. Okay, through peaceful protest. I also thought it was very interesting as well, by the way, how um, there were some Muslims who peacefully protested uh, against what the French government were doing. And it was wild because they were hated on, they were criticised. And this I didn't get because last time I checked, Charles, isn't pro peaceful protesting? Isn't that expressing your freedom of speech? I don't know. It seems like you have a I'm gonna leave it at that because it's wild, you know, it's wild. My name's Ira Jokeman and you're listening to Someday. Charles, uh what do you know about NFTs? Well, I know since uh Logan Paul started talking about them. He's not really, really can't get enough of them, apparently. <laughs> Listen, he, he's, uh, he's opened my eyes to a new world, you know. Uh, something really, really interesting. And Gary Vee. Don't forget Gary Vee. Gary, well. Gary Vee as well. I think Gary Vee and Chuck has really made it easy to understand what NFTs really are. Um, so for those that don't know, right, what exactly is an NFT? Do you know Charles? A picture? picture. So essentially, <laughs> is a non-fungible token. It is a digital item that you purchase and you own it. Currently, that is mainly an image or a video of some sort. You, you purchase it and you own that con That content is yours. But what what if like someone copied it? Wouldn't they have it too? They would have it, but it's like, listen, look at Pokemon cards right now. Charizard, worth half a million dollars right now. Okay, if you have okay. the actual, if you have the actual Charizard card, half a million dollars in your hand. If you make your own copy, that's not worth anything. It's just worthless, absolutely worthless. But here's the thing, here's the special thing about NFTs, right? With a Pokemon card, you could potentially fake it and make a fake copy and sell it off for a lot of money. With real artwork, you can make fake copies and sell them for a lot of money. With NFTs, they're protected. You can't make a fake copy and you, sell it. You could. You can't. You can't. You can. Because they, they are protected. They're protecting the system. When you get them minted... The same way you could make a Pokemon card or you can make a piece of art if you had the skills, I don't see why you can't yeah, do the NFT. But, the thing, but you don't own the NFT to sell it. You can't sell it. Because when you make an NFT, it has to go through a process called minting, which essentially gives the value an item and ensures that value is the original. And that value because that, that item sorry, becomes the original. You cannot reproduce it and go and sell it. Because I just, I, I disagree. I feel like it is. Um, it cannot be. 
Uh, it's a very interesting, and the thing is, it's at very early stages right now, right? So I hope you don't realise this. But um, if you listen to this podcast, this next few minutes will be a bit hard to understand because uh, I'm going to show something on the, the, the video form of the podcast that we post on Instagram. So head to our Instagram page at the Alpha Apps and you may see this on there somewhere. But here's the thing, right, Charles? Uh, there's a, there's a, a collection of NFTs called Cyberpunks. Okay, you can see them on the screen right now. Now, you've seen Cyberpunks before. Huh? Uh, yeah. They are absolutely shit. Here's the thing. That one right there, looking at about over $50,000 for that one graphic. 50,000. 50,000. Not, not, like, not, not like Monopoly money, right? It's like real <laughs> money. Real money. $50,000 for that. How crazy. How crazy. But what would you use it for? I don't understand. Um, for that, that particular image, I don't get it either. But it's kind of like, that I suppose it's kind of like a trading card. So for example, right, I've actually got an NFT. I didn't pay for this NFT. Um, I got it from Logan Paul. So this is a uh, the Logan Paul Pokemon card NFT, right? Now and, and and would I be able to get my hands on on one of those? No, you just the people are wondering. No, you can't because he doesn't know. They're, you they're discontinued. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know you like knows me, man. I've got that exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, moving on. Right, here's the thing. Right, these um, these uh, NFTs, that's the Cyberpunk NFTs, they were given out for free, limited a few years ago for free, just like how I got this for free, that that NFT for free. Now over time, the value of Cyberpunk just just increased. Just like over time, the value of that NFT is going to increase. Um, Fifty thousand dollars, you know. And the big money. I would say if you can get your hands on any kind of NFT right now, I'd do it. Well, I'd from what I've seen, from from what I've seen, um, if someone wants to make their own NFT, it's a whole different story because you have to pay. How much was it? Um, well, there's this way of doing it. You can actually get <laughs> you can mint it yourself as well. Um, what yeah. I say, I do recommend people, right. like, right now, I think a lot of people are going to hear this and going to think, nah, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's stupid. Do it. It's big money. I'll give you this one. Gary Vaynerchuk said this. Uh, a fantastic example of NFTs in action. Okay? One of the biggest games in the world right now is Fortnite. No matter what your opinion is on Fortnite, it's one of the biggest games in the world. In fact, do you know what? Forget Fortnite. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto Online. Super popular right now. Still popular. Alright, how does how this relate to NFTs? Here's the thing, right? Because while they're not typically called NFTs, okay, you can purchase products, you can purchase items on Grand Theft Auto, just like you can purchase items on Fortnite. These are digital items, okay? Purely for the purpose you can show your friends saying, yeah, this is what I've got. I've got this skin. I've got this apartment on GTA. I've got this vehicle. I've got these clothes. That's like an NFT. 
you pay that shark cards, V box. Okay. You're paying right. for this currency to All purchase right. digital products. These are NFTs. They are yours okay. to own. They're legit, and people are but already. I'm not finished. The about paying, I'm not finished. People are paying. I'm sorry. For, don't be sorry. Be better. Right? I'm not. People. People are paying for these items. Okay. And these items are actually worth nothing. But NFTs. Some of these items. If you, if you can get it right, do it right. Some of these NFTs are going to be worth so much money one day. But the thing is, you can't use that the, the example of um those because of of like um, GTA or Fortnite because you actually have the opportunity to use those things. You can use a skin. You can you can you can use the house that you're in. Mm. It's it's not worthless. It's not sitting on your shelf. It's not sitting on your phone. Just staying there. You can use an NFT. Uh, what? How? You show it to somebody. You'd be like, oh, I actually have this. So, here's the way I see it, right? There's two ways. Yeah, you can do that. Well, exactly how you just said. You can share it on your phone, share it on your computer. Yeah, these are my NFTs. You can also use NFTs for trading. Here's the thing, right? A lot of people will know about the, the power of trading cards right now. The new trading cards... Well, even Pokemon cards had a use, right? Exactly, right? They, they had a use. That's my point, but okay? An Pokemon image doesn't. It's just no, an image. No, 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 no. But you're not understanding. People don't really play Pokemon cards now. Not anymore. They're buying, they're, yeah, but they're buying and trading them. Okay? People are buying and trading Pokemon cards. Okay? In the same way that people will be buying and trading NFTs. Okay? We're at the early stage. We're about to go into a stage that's going to be pretty big already. But at this very, very early stage right now, where it's all about finding the right NFTs and you'll make a ton of money from it. Seriously. Oof. Big time money. Well, what, what, what would you be telling our, to, telling the, our audience to do right now? What, 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 what would your information be about NFTs? I would say get yourself educated about NFTs. I think I want to talk about NFTs in a few other episodes of this podcast. Uh, just because uh, here's the thing, right? People don't like the fact that they missed out on Bitcoin. People don't like the fact they missed out on these trading cards. I know I regret the trading cards because I remember as a kid, I had a, I had a Charizard, okay? It was a shiny Charizard, <laughs> right? I actually have half a million dollars in my bank account right now. What, what, what did you do to that Charizard, just for the people who want to know? So, as a little kid, I had my whole pack of Pokemon and I said, you know what? I'm actually bored of Pokemon now. I don't want his cards. And I said to myself as a kid, do you know what? Actually, I should keep them. Because one day, one day, these cards, they might make me rich. I might have £300 in my bank one day. And that would make me rich. And I said, nah. That sounds like a problem for the older version of me to worry about. And I just dashed him on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Never to see him again. And yeah, so listen... This is the new thing. This is the new one. Okay. NFTs. Get educated. Uh, I, I'm still, I don't know everything about them. I'm still trying to learn uh, about them. If you are interested in learning, learning a bit more about NFTs, uh, I actually recommend following people like Gary Vaynerchuk. 
because uh, he, he is someone that really makes NFTs easy to understand. Um, but yeah, man, NFTs. I think we're yeah. gonna look into. You like NFTs, but uh, Bitcoins is a whole other story. Bitcoins are my price range, Charles. <laughs> okay, I am one of the many people who missed out on, on. I am one of the many people who missed out on uh, on Bitcoin. So therefore, I'm. It's not my price range. I can't buy them right now. But NFTs, mm. we're early. We're early right now. I recommend people get involved with NFTs and look into it. Look into it. Try and get hold of some. There are some that are going for very cheap. Some that are going for free. It's great. This is BCK, and you're listening to Someday. That's it for this episode. I'm really like Stormzy. That's it for this episode. Come on, man. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Because you were saying something. So. He can't read, so I'll take it. So that's it for this episode oh, no. of the Someday. What do you want? What happened? What happened? That's, so it, that's it for this episode, episode of Someday. Someday. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening. In fact, if you listened this far into the show, send us a DM on Instagram with the hashtag Someday. NFT. If you send us a DM with the hashtag someday NFT, we'll have a little surprise in the store for you, courtesy of our good friend Little Blue. Nice. This episode's inspirational quote comes from Meghan Markle. He said, Women don't need to find a voice, they have a voice. They just need to be empowered enough to use it. And people need to be encouraged to listen. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Someday. We hope you have a great day. Anything else you want to say, Samir? Yes. Thank you for listening to the Sunday podcast. We hope you have a great day. I already said that. Yeah, but I said it better.